0: Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glennis,
1: and I'm Ashley.
0: And tonight we're discussing Unwilling Witness, which is episode eleven from season twelve and originally aired on the fourteenth of December, nineteen ninety-five. So our writer for this episode is none other. Then
2: Robert Skoik and Skoik. Yeah. Is there any season that Van Skoik did not write for? So I think there's like a
0: middle four seasons that he he was still maybe involved, but not okay. Not like he's like a story editor on a lot of them, but there was like a changeover in writers at some point, but he was still always producing or so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll have to look into it actually. So he the, he's done 24 episodes and just to remind ourselves of what he's done that we've covered, Murder at the Oasis, A Lady in the Lake, Who threw the barbitals, Mrs. Fletcher's Chowder, Murder through the Looking Glass, Benedict Arnold slipped here, What you don't know can kill you and Family Doctor. Yeah. yeah. So Jessica's in New York City, and the SEC is coming down hard on an investment group whose chairman is Mason Logan, played by Peter White, and whose CEO is Paige Corbin, played by Larry Linville. The VPs of the company are Reed Harding, played by Sherry Farrell, and Tiffany Beckman, played by Sidney Walsh. Leading the investigation is federal prosecutor Annette Rayburn, played by Lisa Eichhorn, So they're coming in hot on this company that's, I guess, you meant to think maybe been embezzling. They never quite go into it about the financials. Uh, It seems that Mason Logan, who's the chairman, is going to try to kind of get away with this or go somewhere uh, abscond. (laughs) And Paige Corbin is very nervous and thinks he's going to be kind of the scapegoat for the whole company. Mm-hmm. and he's drinking a lot. Paige has a daughter called Maria Corbin, played by Janelle Maloney, and Mason Logan has a son called Nicholas Logan, played by Jay Downing. They are dating. Uh, Maria is a school teacher and doesn't really get along with her father, and Nicholas is sort of Mason's henchman. Anyways, he tracks down Paige to his apartment, and right as Nicholas is Uh, breaking down the door page calls a number and who he's called is jessica who quickly but then he hangs up the phone and then page goes missing meanwhile jessica it turns out had had invested some money with this company she'd taken out shares to give to (laughs) her 10 year old grand nieces yeah i i do too to teach her about investment so she's not she's not owed very much money, but she felt like it was a shame. Anyway, she's brought her lawyer in called Lou, played by Stan Ivar. Turns out Lou and Annette had once been a couple, but they are no longer a couple. a uh, really quick,
2: Lou's credit in this, like his character name is Lou, the lawyer. <laughs> because how else do they even call him Lou ever? Like he does, Jessica does at least once, but I was like, Oh, so no, no last name, I guess. (laughs) No, he's not that important. So Jessica's also friends with Lieutenant Sean Riley
0: at the NYPD played by Ron Dean. And also in the mix is a paparazzi play uh, called Ted Duffy played by Joel Brooks, who is there when the company is getting ransacked by the SEC. And he sees uh, Reed Harding grab a floppy disk that says Hong Kong on it. So he's sort of trying to get money out of them and they're Everybody's trying to find Paige. It, meanwhile, Jessica's been subpoenaed by Annette Rayburn to p- appear before a grand jury because she believes that she was in cahoots with Paige Corbin because she was the last person he called and she'd invested money with the company. She's held in contempt because she, I guess, isn't a willing witness in all of this anyways. Turns out that Annette Rayburn, her father had been killed in a hit and run with Paige Corbin as the driver. She had witnessed this when she was like a little girl. And so this is why she's so fired up to catch these guys that are embezzling money and doing all these kind of bad financial things. But it's why that eventually we find Paige Corbin's body. And it turns out Annette had actually killed him. And so, yes, there's a lot of like legal stuff and a lot of um, courtroom scenes, but that's the sort of long and short of it. So, the IMDb fun facts of this one Jessica's Manhattan phone number is shown to be 212 124 7199. We find this out because. She realizes that when Paige Corbin called her, he had misdialed her number because he combined two different numbers accidentally and then called her. So, yes, if you do pro- the, the process of elimination there, that is her NY number. Also, this app establishes that Jessica has written 23 novels in the past 12 years because of the scene in the courtroom, which she's asked how many she's written. And finally, <laughs> this is quite a long one, sorry. Jessica mentions a 10-year-old grandniece. Mm-hmm. While two of her grandnieces have appeared in previous episodes, the youngest of them, Cindy Donovan, who appeared in Murder, She Wrote, Were Off to Kill the Wizard in 1984, would be in her late teens by now. So this would have to be a third as yet unseen grandniece. <laughs>
2: okay, how old would Grady's kid be? That's
1: what I was guessing.
2: Or, or did Jeff Conaway and what's her face have a kid tough it couldn't be grady's because he and donna get
0: married later like they get married Mm. in like i think season five which would have been 89 right yeah so the kid wouldn't be old enough i think so but um and also that wouldn't oh yeah i guess it would be her grandniece. yeah anyways so someone had done a little investigation there Mm
3: -hmm.
0: okay so the final season new york Sassy lawyer. What do we think? Um,
2: I was telling Glynis and Susanna when we watched this, like, I weirdly have seen this episode a bunch. I don't, I'm not really sure why. Um, Yeah, I, (laughs) I I'm not sure where oh, I know where to start and this is in lieu of like what we, I mean this is because of what we talked about last week's episode. I'll make an argument. I can save it for later. I think we have a female and a male Jonathan in this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: a male john maria and her boyfriend
1: maria and nick
2: yeah
0: okay well yeah i definitely maria <laughs>
2: yeah maria represent i guess nick it's a less less sure thing um okay i thought that they were all saying in the beginning that mason had fled to argentina so uh-huh. douglas like what was his name? Like Douglas Bleeker
0: or something. What, yeah, kept it was the third that, guy that we never
1: saw. Yes,
0: that was the guy that had sold Jessica the Bonds or whatever it was she bought and he had fled. Mm-hmm. So he was, had gotten out early. So, okay, just going back to the beginning. So Mason Logan is obviously, he's like the king bad guy. And weirdly in this episode, we never find out what happens to him. I guess you hope that he gets indicted or whatever, because he seems well, they really
2: say, bad. They have a throwaway line at the end that he survived the surgery. And someone says, oh, so he'll face a judge after all.
0: Right. Okay. So he is going to be held for something. We never find out what the doings were in uh, Hong Kong, but we know that it's no. important and on a floppy disk. <laughs> i have a question i know this is like a weird thing why was mason logan ha- did why did he have a band-aid on his head the whole time
2: uh-huh. I,
3: I had don't... this question as well he had like a band-aid just like yeah right at an angle yeah i mean
1: well, was why awesome.
3: <laughs> that maybe he had like, like in real life like a the mole removed or something like that
0: oh,
2: oh. But,
3: and that they just didn't have time to reschedule it until that fell off. But also,
2: but. they never do. They say how he ended up in the wheelchair. No. He was in a, he wasn't in a car accident. I think initially he in he, that car accident, the
0: one from thirty years ago. I don't think he was in that car accident. I thought he, I thought maybe you were meant to sort of think that he was the driver mm-hmm. or something. But I <laughs> looking at that band-aid. I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> time
3: he was on it was just like I, and it felt like it moved sides like it felt like at one time <laughs> yeah, it, went
2: it was to the left <laughs> and
3: one side it was one time it was on the right and I honestly the problem I shouldn't have focused on it too much but I did <laughs> So I'm very glad you brought it up
0: I-, I didn't I thought I was like for sure that's a clue like, he's done something that means he has the Band-Aid on his head, but no, it wasn't. But you're probably right, but he probably just had something on his head that he was trying to
2: because cover up I, and they're like I
3: did write down, like, what's the purpose of the
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was No, it was confusing. Yeah.
3: And, uh, well, and then also, I mean, I want to talk about him loads later, but the guy who was serving the subpoenas, would he have been the... he was was a marshal he
0: was a federal marshal he might be my favorite guest my
3: favorite favorite scene and i mean i probably should save this for later but i just can't wait was when she was signing the books and he was like oh can you say like i forgive you (laughs) you for what and he's like for this
1: (laughs) (laughs) and when he's eating the hot dog and he's uh, like yeah, i've I looking god. for you and she's like oh i have too i've been looking for you as well sorry <laughs>
2: uh he was really good i also love the police officer in this i thought he and jessica were like like real pals you know yeah I love that guy and he's I, from the fugitive yeah. as well he
0: is. <laughs> oh my god yeah you know it's so weird as i just watched that the other day and it was it was a lot of fun <laughs> good job <Yeah. laughs> i'm enjoying this um there were a couple of it was like the um coroner in that one episode where he's like absolutely soaked in blood <laughs> and he's
1: eating the food the hard so- boiled yeah. Yeah. a hard-boiled egg He's eating a hard-boiled egg it's just like but,
0: but it's funny when these characters these total side characters come in and just kind of steal the the whole show you're like i love this guy (laughs) i saw
3: nothing else besides him like (laughs) he was it for me
0: (laughs) he had those red framed glasses and everything it was great
3: and he he just did it with a
1: smile every time yeah and when he answered the phone when she called he answered the office phone. Yeah, that yeah was so yeah. good. He's like, "What did he say?" He said something. Oh, I suggest you call your lawyer and get in line to sue the pants off this bunch of crooks.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good.
0: That, uh, yeah, there were a couple of like, I guess it, it, I know we've talked about this before about the formatting, and I'm not like, uh, like it's hard for me to describe. The 90s one to the 80s ones, because it's like, it's not like there aren't a lot of people in the 80s ones. There are. It's just, I think there's like maybe one central storyline that they're all based around, whereas like in the 90s, you get like side storylines. So here we have the side storyline of the VPs. I guess trying to screw each other over even I know, though they' kind of I kind of enjoyed that <laughs> yeah that was fun and they had the the pop they were both trying to bribe the paparazzi yeah. guy that was bad into but then the paparazzi guy wasn't playing ball with either one of them which I also kind of thought was funny and the paparazzi guy I think is the dad from Phil of the future Glennis <laughs> maybe you could reconfirm that for me. <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> you see, i thought the dad from phil the future was quite young oh, was he the
0: dad or was he the teacher maybe at the school oh okay well uh, yes we go.
1: joel messerschmidt
0: what was phil's last name wait was phil an alien on that show someone remind me <laughs> oh like...
3: yeah they're from the year 2021 of
0: oh, the
1: whole family hey.
3: they're renting. Time machine malfunction. So they're back in time. They're back in time. But yeah, no, the dad was is young. So this was the teacher.
2: This guy, like on the credits, it says Mr. Messerschmidt.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was Phil Diffie and, and the dad's name is Lloyd Diffie. Brenda Song was in it. Evan Peters was in it. Real star-studded cast.
0: Allie was in it from Allie and AJ. Yeah, it was good memory, Susanna. This is how I know her. So then when she popped up on um iZombie, I was like, Alan Michalk <laughs> she's still out there. That's good. Um, good for her. <laughs> that show had like five seasons. I was like, okay, great.
2: Yeah, I like the three of them, like the con artists. I don't know why I found it so entertaining. It's just like uh-huh. I don't know what's on this Hong Kong floppy disk. If it was so confidential and valuable, why would you label it Hong Kong? (laughs) in letters? Why wouldn't you call it something else? And they're like, people can't get a hold of
0: this. (laughs) And they're just like, why? And how would people know just from a picture that said Hong Kong on it, what exactly the deal was that was made?
3: Because there was record of them being subpoena 30 years ago specifically for hong kong oh,
2: oh, i missed that oh i thought that was a, okay got it uh,
3: that's what i thought it was it was that they that had the true because that's how the guy got murdered was he had the files and i think these were all the backup files oh okay
0: Glennis. Oh okay i i also like <laughs> that both of those people were monsters and they didn't care about like anything except for oh, like yeah. And I didn't even realize they were dating until the very sort of
2: end of it. It was weird because, oh, they are dating, but she was willing to bang the paparazzi to like get. I know, that was
0: crazy. And then her boyfriend sits back down she's just like, hey, I guess guess that didn't work out. Oh, well. (laughs) It's
3: just meant to like lay the foreground that they're horrendous people.
0: (laughs) I just love that she would- so I guess I read that wrong. And he was like, no, but, you know, I'm scared of your boyfriend. She's like, fair enough. <laughs> I know, they're so goofy about it. And you're like, okay, this seems like kind of a big deal, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to be in it to win it, Megan. You know, yeah, I mean, Fortune I, guess favors I the brave. <laughs> like, It's just so weird. Yeah, it was. Okay, so Doug is the guy that ran off to Argentina. That's right, Doug. Because they make a joke. Someone makes a joke that Doug was voted the first to bail at the first sign of trouble. (laughs) Hey, Doug ain't sticking around. He's not going to take the heat on this.
0: I really wish... That they had just called, uh, Shay Farrell's character Kevin Tibbles in this one mm-hmm. because so Glenis, you will remember Kevin Tibbles of the cropped Cabot Cove high sweatshirt <laughs> mm-hmm. from uh, Benedict, Benedict Arnold's slip tear, <laughs> sexy teen Kevin Tibbles who at the well, time I was, about he
2: was supposed to be thirty years graduated. old. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: But um, I love the idea that this would have been Kevin. Like 10 years on. He would have ended up in New York as a VP at this like shady investment company and he'd made all this money and like I wish they'd had that through line with it. That would have been really funny. But so the other storyline, other than the 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 three of them like colluding or whatever it is they're doing, um, is that Mason's son and Paige's daughter are dating each other. Mm now i thought this was weird for uh, there's like a couple of things with <laughs> with uh, maria that was weird first of all she's so she hates her dad so much but she stores her clothes at his apartment like what yeah. was that about
2: her apartment's too small
1: was she <laughs> living there or that's just like she just stores No, i think people. she just left stuff there that she was going to come and grab but then she's like she it's like, maybe it was like an excuse to see her dad. Yeah. It doesn't sound like they got along
0: though. It,
2: what was her job?
0: She was the a teacher?
2: teacher. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. She... <laughs> what I'm saying is if she hated her dad so much for being kind of a Wall Street crony kind of thing.
1: It's clearly a drinking issue.
0: Right. Why would she then be dating the chairman's son who's clearly like the lackey of his dad like right. right why would she date another wall street kind of d-bag right yeah
2: i that was confusing I date. i mean that couple had no chemistry
0: yeah none no no oh god like when she's like you could come back to my place and he's like i don't want to yeah
2: and then she's like <laughs> I'll be up and i'm like do so thirsty. He's like... I didn't find their smooch like too offensive. No, No. but
1: what I did find offensive is when he said, I'm going to have to winkle out on you. And I don't know if I misheard it, but I don't know what a winkle out is.
2: I don't either. It sounds horrible. (laughs) And I mean, the picture of her and her
1: dad. I don't want...
2: (laughs) It's just, insane.
1: I didn't like it. It was like a, it was like a still from Mad About You. It really was. He's behind her, like draped all
2: over yeah. her. and I
1: was like, remember Mad About You? The opening. I mean, I watched a lot of Mad About You. I did. I, didn't, I, didn't <laughs> watch a I know about about a lot of that, That's probably not a show a lot of people watch, but um, they had those still photos at the beginning for the opening credits. Like that's it was just a bunch mm-hmm. of still photos of Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt like around New York. And when I saw that photo, it's just the 90s vibe and the positioning just, mm-hmm. just reminded me of the Mad About You opening credits. And I'm like, but they're not a couple. They're father and daughter. Right, right. I remember liking Mad About You. Okay. I remember thinking that the brother, the Iro, was really funny. I think me too. And the dog. And the dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Hank Azaria when he popped up.
0: Why were we watching a show about like 30 something couple living in New York and, like to like, no. like, just having fun and being a
3: couple.
2: 2019, <laughs> yeah, they did do a they, tr- they tried to bring it back, I think, like a wow. revival. I- oh. I'm not really sure how it went. Well, because in the show, they had a kid
0: sort of towards the end, like, I think, mm-hmm. as like a meant to be like a ratings booster. And so I guess it's meant to be that they're like empty nesters now. Because no, kids- but I
2: think the finale, everyone that I know who watched it was really P.O.ed. I thought that, I thought they end up. Divorced? Yeah. Oh. Well, in the series finale of the
1: original show? I thought that was the deal and people were. I don't remember. I didn't watch it to the end. I think they got a kid and I lost interest. I'll look it up. Was Richard kind on it? Yeah. I think so. Wasn't I love Richard either... kind.
2: <laughs> but yeah I just that couple I was like this and when they put in like a character like her where it's like she's just like such a like a good person but then it sounded like she had a lot of like fancy clothes. Also
0: that was like I think this, this episode the character development was a little bit weird because it was like like I feel like we actually really understood Reed Harding and Tiffany Beckman really well because Mm -hmm. they were just like dirt bags. And then the reporter was also kind of a dirt bag, just in like a different way. But yeah, Maria, I guess is just like the nice one. But then the weirdest thing is like when Jessica breaks into Mason, Mason's office, Mm -hmm. she's talking to him and Maria, they cover for her with, with the, with the prosecutor. And it's like, why would these two people who A, don't know Jessica and B, don't like each other and are trying to kind of like push each other under the bus Um, then going to work together to get Jessica out of a scrape? I was like, are we supposed to like these people or not like these people? This is like a weird character. (laughs) But I did like that they didn't mark her out to the prosecutor.
2: I thought that was I liked it too, but yeah, I thought that was weird. I was like, Mason Logan doesn't seem like a great guy. Like, I guess, yeah, I I don't know.
0: And also, why was Jessica signing books at the police station? <laughs> I had that same question written down.
2: I know, and I when the lady was like, "My grandmother loved your books,"
3: or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I wrote that down. It, she said, um, "My grandmother's been reading your books since she was a little girl," and then the the guy. Oh, he says something afterwards and I missed it. But like, he oh. it. he's
2: like, my great grandfather and I love these, like love your books. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, so that's when I knew, oh, these two are like real buds. Yeah. I liked her and the cop. They were they were real friends. Oh, I also laughed when she said she was talking about finding something and she said, she's like, I learned it through old files on internet. Like,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> <love that. laughs>
0: I I think I've said this before, but oh what was it that was like um oh, this was another show. I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but on um, Cancel Too Soon, they were doing a show. What was it called? It was a show with Adrian Pazdar from Before Heroes, and it had such just like a one-word name. I can't remember what it was. Anyways, they were like Lawyers or financial people. (laughs) They were talking about like email and they were saying something like, I'll modem it to you. (laughs) (laughs) And the the writer's like, I don't know what internet speak is, but you know, something like that. I love that. I think that's so funny. And I love that the answering service was called Got the Message. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wait, and who, like, who had, had Annette Rayburn set that up? Yeah. So he was on the fence of like calling her and. But here's my question. If you're a federal
0: prosecutor, like how much resource do you have at your disposal to set up like numbers like that? Do you know what I mean? Like it felt like if it's the police and it's part of an investigation and they're trying to keep you anonymous, like there are resources for that. But if you're just like, and it kind of felt like she was a one man band, like in the prosecutor's office, like how much like how
1: much stuff like that can you have set up in the background i don't know or maybe they use it for like a few different for any sort of um any sort of informant like they give them that number
2: yeah my guess is they have a decent amount of resources yeah okay yeah i mean i feel like we should talk about her i don't want to okay (laughs) okay No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dude, no, dude, it's dude.
1: fine. I liked her look. I thought it was very um, uh, Agent Scully. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I liked it. But then as the show progressed and how rude she was to Lou, the mm-hmm. lawyer, <laughs> I was Although like. Lou was such a sad sack." He's like, if I'd given you a ring, I would have I know. <laughs> but I just like, I, she got kind mm-hmm. of more unlikable. Like, I mm-hmm. kind of thought she came in as, like, maybe, like, a is it Clarice? What's Clarice's last name on the? Starling. Starling. Yeah, Starling. Like, just kind of, like, tough as nails. Like, you know, just trying to get to the bottom of things. But then as the show unraveled, like, as the episode unraveled, I was like, oh, she's kind of not a great person. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then I kind of turned on her. But I really liked her look.
2: Yeah, I liked her... Um- like suit where she was wearing a tie. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I was like, oh okay. yeah, she like, she's like a boss lady, but then she yeah. was like, Lou the
1: lawyer. <laughs> and then she was so rude to Lou the lawyer. And then she was just <laughs> kind of spiraling out and I was like, mm, this isn't for me.
2: I mean the problem is I probably would have been rude to Lou the lawyer. He's so irritating to me. He seemed like a nice guy. Oh, he seemed like a nice guy. I felt bad for Lou.
0: I did too. And I was like, what's so wrong with this guy? Gl- sorry, Glittis, were you gonna say something? Oh yeah, what
3: that it was just that like they as like a successful woman at that time that they then painted her so poorly and I yeah. felt like it was more reminiscent of the time, mm-hmm. than it was maybe of that character. But then she ended up being the bad person, so I was kind of sad about that. it was like yeah. they painted her out to be like this not very nice lady, and then she ended up not being very nice, but she.
0: Oh. Because the other prosecutor was like giving her so much shtick. Yeah. Well, it was, there's, you're right. Absolutely right, Glennis. It's like that portrayal. I mean, we've talked about this before of that kind of like boss a woman who like she's, she's going to be really driven in her career, but everything else is going to be pretty like shambolic and like the whole thing where she's talking to Lou and he, she says something like, oh, we broke up because I wanted it. And she, and he went, oh, I thought we broke up because you didn't want to let yourself be happy. And it's like, first of all, Lou, <laughs> that's giving <laughs> yourself a lot of credit. But um, <laughs> the second one, it's like that classic thing of like, she's so driven that she can't mm-hmm. possibly have a relationship. or And so it was like that sort of 90s thing. And also like the 90s is thing. Of all was that she had like a double piercing (laughs) that she had the one piercing and then the next piercing and it was like it it felt like a real kind of edgy look for that character and that time and yet totally appropriate for the time it was just Mm -hmm. such a funny thing and who knew it would be important when they about that earring
2: i know i know and i love too that the when they're like, oh, we looked in, I can't remember what the agent's name was that got killed, the SEC in- investigator. And they're like, oh, we found this sketch drawing of what the assailant looked like and it looked exactly like yeah, Larry I Linville. Yeah. I was like, yeah. because I the- <laughs> From 30 years ago? Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, okay. That's a
0: heck of a sketch artist. <laughs> he really captured it, like... Uh, yeah
2: (laughs) I know it was kind of because I remember when I first watched this episode I was like oh maybe she and Lou are gonna get back together and then I was like oh no I
0: yeah she's a bad lady
2: well she was sort of the
0: like main character in the episode so I guess she was either gonna solve it or be bad yeah that's true she gave it up real quick in the courtroom she was like yeah I did it I'm a sad lady
2: Shouldn't have tried to hold Jessica in contempt of court. Yeah. Can
0: you, wait, I was going to ask you this. Can you really be held in contempt for saying you don't know the answer to a question? I mean. I don't. Like she didn't not answer. You'd have to have proof that they're
2: lying. Right.
3: Because she said no. And then she kept being like,
0: you're not telling the truth. And that felt wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't just willy nilly put people in contempt of court. Like that's if they've actually done something to like impede proceedings, not just cause you
1: don't think they're telling you the truth. It's like,
2: yeah, no, I know. It's kind of, and
1: doesn't it have to be like intentional, like it has to like prove some sort of intent that they're holding up the case or they're holding up the proceedings. Right.
2: Right. Like you have to prove that they're, they're lying.
1: Right, but like an eight-second phone call and she says that they didn't do anything. Yeah, he,
2: I, that I didn't know him. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Now, when she's grilling Jessica like that, is he already dead? Uh, I couldn't remember the timeline because I was like, God, she's also grilling her about a man that she killed.
2: I feel like no, maybe.
1: Come Not the that.
0: first time, but this, yes. That's right, Ashley. Like, I think... He she kills him that night and then but. so she's still trying to nail him because she doesn't know where he is i think when she's interviewing jessica i think right. that's right okay but okay. i mean i like remember when i'm like a trial advocacy class they said that if you're cross-examining a witness or whatever which is what you know she's doing it, like you show you only ever want them to say yes <laughs> You just want to ask them a question and they go, yes, yes, yes. Because you don't want them to elaborate on anything. You just
2: want them to... You want to ask a question, you know the answer to. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, she just is coming in too hot for Jessica. Also, I was so curious you know she'd been grocery shopping so late it was like quarter of 10 and i was like what's in that bag i saw some like
1: greens,
0: <laughs> some grease she's like i'm just coming home making myself that midnight salad you know how it like is like
1: <laughs> a box of triscuits a loaf of bread and some yep. pops I was
2: like, ooh, this is so, I'm so curious. Like, what is Jessica Fletcher <laughs> buying at quarter of 10 at night?
0: If that was me, it would be hummus, tortillas. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm heading home and that hummus is going Jeez. on that tortilla. It's going
2: to be delicious. Like cheese and crackers and Skittles.
3: Megan's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, classic is a uh, sourdough toast with butter and cheese so good oh god
2: hard to go wrong
0: you want like a car but like you know i
3: get yeah, it yeah i'm like, not I'm... Here, but,
2: yeah i'm not eating an apple at like 11 at
1: night <laughs> i'm not roasting parrots yeah, no.
2: <laughs> yeah. I thought, so okay so nick did go in and like grab him and hide him
0: well yeah i mean i like that was a little confusing because it's like, I think you're supposed to think that Nick like hurt him, but it's like, they're just trying to like stow him away somewhere until they could get him out of the country. So it's like, why would Paige think that they were, but maybe I think he was still trying to protect himself because he thought Mason was going to throw him under the bus. Well,
2: And it sounds like he, if he called that number, he was still thinking about like trying to do something to like, not the right thing, but maybe give them info. Yeah
0: um do you want to go through should we go through the beats sure okay thunder weather no secret doors, closet hiding uh no uh poisoning bludgeoning stabbing page was stabbed with i think like an envelope opener or something like that um the phone wire cut no it was interrupted it was he hung up the phone didn't he but it wasn't anyways uh she's shaking no window peep I put Annette looking at Lou through the car window.
2: Okay. She's Uh telling
0: him to go away. Fake name ID, Carla Holland, is Annette Rayburn. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) The fuzz here is Sean, and he's just like a nice old cop. (laughs) That's his quirk.
2: Cop chemistry, yeah, they're good friends. I don't know if they, you know. I thought total chemistry. But maybe you're right. Maybe they are just
1: friends. I thought it was friendship. Mm-hmm. I thought it was friendship.
0: <laughs> but okay, businessy business, financial prosecution. <laughs> Big business. Big business. A lot of securities and exchange commission. Well,
3: and uh, investments.
0: Yeah. Investments. Mutual funds. What yeah. that grandniece is going to make of all the, those shares
3: I mean, losing in their yeah. value. Is that what
2: a 10 year old's like dying to oh, have. Yeah. And then she's like, What am I <laughs> supposed
3: to tell my niece? Oh, like, God. I don't know. Take that money, invest it in something
0: else, and tell her nothing I happened. Yeah. Well, like, and Lou's probably like, uh, Some people probably lost their homes over this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're telling yeah. your niece. <laughs> uh, so, age ain't nothing but a number. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. So where shall I start? Let's start with Mason Logan was 58 in this episode. Okay. And Paige Corbin was 56. Now I thought they both looked a bit older than that here, but I'm not sure if that's just like part of the characters. So Nicholas Logan, I couldn't get an age for. Maria Corbin was uh, 26. So that's all fine. Uh, the VPs. So Reed Harding was 38 And Tiffany Beckman was 34. So both quite young to be VPs in this financial. But, anyways, the uh, photographer was uh, Ted Duffy and he was 46. Sean Riley, the cop, was 57. Now, here we go. The couple. Annette Lou, the lawyer. Now, keeping in mind that they graduated from law school 15 years ago when they broke off their engagement, Hmm. Annette was 43. Fine. Yeah. Lou, 52. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there were some... Okay. I'm not saying not possible, but they seemed maybe a little... He seemed a little old to still be holding such a torch about it all these years later. But years
2: is a long time.
0: Yeah. Let it go, Lou. It's fine.
2: Plus, hard to imagine what they would have even had in common in the first place.
1: Right.
0: Jonathan scale. Megan.
2: Wait, someone had some thoughts on this. Megan,
0: I was the head? Oh, have, yeah.
2: I would nominate. You know what? I'll retract my Nick nomination just so he, like, looks like a Jonathan. So, but he wasn't. I mean, I actually think, okay, so Maria to me is a total Jonathan. Yeah. Um, And actually Lou also kind of.
3: Maybe you guys got after me Uh-oh. the other week when I said, what's his face with a Jonathan? You were like, oh, He's way too old to be a Jonathan. I can't oh. remember
0: who we were talking about. It this was is- Jonas, and he was 50. Uh, no, 49. Oh no, forty nine. Oh, because Jonas had like a. You're right, and Lou has a job because Jonas had some direction. <laughs> well, yeah. and actually, Lou gets Jessica out of jail yeah,
3: rather than right, the other all way all
0: around. Right,
2: all right. you guys got right.
0: after me, and then I was like, "Well,
3: what classifies a Jonathan? And like young and dumb?" And
2: <laughs> no, you're right. I just found Lou a little like whiny, like a Jonathan.
1: Yes, yeah, but- so I was getting, um, for Nick, I was getting Jonathan vibes, but only because, and I realize this now, he played the suit in, M- I thought in Empire Records, thought he played the guy. Maybe
3: oh,
1: he, he doesn't, that I, lied. I lied, he doesn't, oh. never mind. I thought yeah. that was, and I was mixing <laughs> them up in my head, so you can just delete anything I just said. Right <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did. Th- I thought Nick like wasn't in it enough to yeah, have there. a thing. But yeah. the scene where they find Page Corbin's body, I was like, "He's doing like he seemed like such a vampire when he showed up into that office, like where he suddenly appears in the door and they look over at him and he's like,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he doing <laughs>
0: that?' <laughs> it's like, okay." Um, but yeah, I would agree on, well, Maria a little bit. I thought she was going to be more of a character than she ended up being. She kind of just true. disappeared.
2: She's she just kind of whiny and like, like, like <laughs> sanctimonious like a Jonathan. <laughs>
0: well, and, uh, <laughs> a Jonathan is classically sanctimonious. They are like, <laughs> so holier than thou. Like, I'm a T- what are
2: you doing, Nick?
0: <laughs> that was something okay. she's like just tell me where my dad is and it's like <laughs> if this is your boyfriend like you shouldn't even have to ask you're Like, because right, right. like, what he should have said was he's like we are going to get him out of the country so he's not indicted like but he doesn't say that he's just like uh-uh. you don't need to know babe don't worry right, like, <laughs> dating someone that. you think they've
2: like abducted your dad you Like that's a pretty big red
0: flag, (laughs) right? It's like maybe it's time to call it quits. But (laughs) there was a funny bit where Tiffany says to read, "We say thanks, babe," and she's like, "Don't call me (laughs) bab." And I was like, "These classic New Yorkers with their New York accents." (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, petite feet. No, we did have a flashback of annette and page sort of fighting a bit like when she killed him but but not really anyways smooches maria and nicholas do smooch but it's mostly teeth didn't bother. it didn't bother me no uh familial ties no eyes closed head shake eyes closed no shake of the head but she did close her eyes Mm -hmm. um because it is kind of sad i mean it is sad like you know she's been completely dramatized by this whole thing obviously and she now you know she wanted an apology her Entire adult life uh yeah not great um fave outfit worst outfit megan
2: okay um i did like oh i liked a lot of what maria wore it's like a leather bomb bomber jacket mm. kind of with fur mm. i liked Annette Rayburn's kind of like, you know, courtroom looks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I wrote down, I maybe I just missed it, but I don't think I wrote down a, a worse, a worst outfit. Anyhow, so yeah, those were the those were two I really liked. Okay, Glennis.
3: I also did not write down a worst outfit. Um, I really love the leather jacket. Um jessica had a like navy double breasted jacket with a gold brooch and i really like that um oh well okay it wasn't an outfit per se but um was it maria is the prosecutor or was it maria's was maria's the
0: daughter annette's the prosecutor
3: Annette, annette um her hair at the end was like a helmet <laughs> like that look, there was not a single hair askew mm-hmm. and had like it was sort of like the Jetsons the mom mm-hmm. and the Jetsons yeah it had this like super intense flip to it yeah
1: okay Ashley what about you um I would say Annette Rayburn's suits I really liked And then I did do, I did write down Jessica's navy double-breasted suit top with a gold pin, but then I wrote right below it, why is she signing books at a police station? (laughs) Um, And I also liked her plaid blazer, green top, and gold pin. I think that she's wearing at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's it. I didn't have a worst outfit wasn't a fan of the star earring for whatever that's worth yeah I, mean, I, I, I agree with that it felt a little um younger red a little younger yeah yeah I
0: think yes my favorite outfit was also Jessica's midnight blue courtroom double-breasted sort of high necked thing with the gold pin love that my worst outfit was in that hair mm-hmm. I know it's like I just it was so good. Well, what you're saying, Ashley, about the pin, it's like it all read like a little girl. I mean, maybe that was what they were going for, this kind of like stunted person, but it was like- Oh, wow, that's so dark. (laughs) But it's like a little girl's look on a woman that's meant to be this like- I'm going to like nail you kind of like, yeah. the, you know, lady. And it's like, it would have made more sense to give her like an A-line bob or something like that. Like something really kind of 90s and sharp and like, you know, really like going for it. It was like, it was like this cutesy bob.
1: <laughs> so like, I know. Really no, no, you're not wrong. It. Or if it was like fully slicked back. Like that slip yeah. added yes. something to it. S- Straight, like no part, yeah. just mm-hmm. straight. Yeah. yeah, Ashley, that's
0: right. That would have been a really good look, actually. Um, But yeah, that was me. Okay, biggest
1: hunk. Uh, Ashley. Mm. This is tough. I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> um, I did like Annette at the beginning. I thought, wow, she's like tough cookie. So she was at the beginning. Um. At the end gosh I don't know um uh yeah no I like, <laughs> Rand- I like the Marshall Bill Morgan but I don't think he's a hunk no he's like some of my favorite moments okay so I'm just gonna go with the net that's just where I'm going I'm landing there
2: okay Megan I now I'm completely blanking on his name in the show but Kevin Tibbles <laughs> we can just call him Kevin Tibbles his real name's Shay Farrell but well, what was his character
1: Reed Reed, Reed yes, I'm here
0: for Reed
1: yeah
0: yeah he was cute greatest yeah. what do you think yeah him see I <laughs> yeah definitely Shay Farrell was cute and so was
1: Maria actually
0: I'm like is it weird if I go Lou <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I was figuring someone uh, would pick Lou. I, I thought someone might pick Lou. Okay. Someone, I thought Susanna. I was like, Susanna, is going going to pick Lou or Bill?
2: I was not really here for Lou. But no, it's up to you. I thought he was kind of cute. He seemed like a nice guy.
1: Ooh, I mean, okay. I'm not
2: surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
2: Lou might wouldn't have been my choice.
0: Yeah. Um just trying to be honest like with myself and no with you of guys course well. i support it <laughs> all right jb burns uh, ba, 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 ba. megan
2: okay i have burns okay one jb it's Burn- <laughs> when okay. annette leaves j like jessica turns to lou and she goes lou what is her problem <laughs> i like that and then oh and she also says to annette before you reward me with another punitive measure. I think she yeah. said that to Annette. And then, but my favorite line was when Paige Corbin calls Logan Mason, and Logan Mason says, This is a wild guess. You're drunk. <laughs> 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 uh, that, that is a good line. <laughs> I, that made me laugh like, pretty hard. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Glennis.
3: Um, I only wrote down another one besides the grandmother one um, and that was when Annette was questioning Jessica about not knowing um, like, who she receives the checks from and she's like I also received government bonds but I've never met the president of the United States
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good it's like, Jessica, you're
0: a liar. I know you've met the president. The Honestly, States. I do is. feel like she would have probably met the president. <laughs> you're not going to that? What's the media dinner that they have there? Oh, yeah, yeah, the year? correspondence dinner. <laughs> the correspondence
2: yeah. dinner. She hosted it one year. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of controversy that year. <laughs> uh, Gladys, is that your last one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: Ashley, what about you?
1: um well the opening scene they said like how bad is it and he said we're on the deck of the titanic rapidly approaching an iceberg <laughs> um that opening scene was pretty good yeah, yeah was good. and then the other one is from ted duffy and he goes for that cash i could find jimmy hoffa
2: and I laughed
1: because like, I feel like there was a slew of Jimmy Hoffa references and jokes and metaphors or whatever mm-hmm. throughout the nineties. And I was like, I love a Jimmy Hoffa quote.
2: You did. <laughs> I'll add it to It's like your love of bolo tie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bolo ties and Jimmy Hoffa.
2: It's the most
0: nineties <laughs> part of this episode is exactly. the Jimmy Hoffa jokes. Well, that's uh, they'll find Jimmy Hoffa before they find any humpback whales. That's from Ace Ventura. Right, oh, exactly. <laughs> um, I, hmm, I, I, these aren't really burns. I mean, like Mason says, uh, I've got three words for you, shredding, erasing, and speed. And they're like <laughs> talking about <laughs> uh, what to do next. And then um, I liked when Jessica said, my mom always said, you can't see a show without a ticket i wonder if her real life mom really said that and that they'd included it on the show i just feel like that would have been a nice little touch i would have like that it wasn't in the imdb facts so who will never know (laughs) fave fave guest star ashley
1: um i'm gonna say randall carver bill morgan U.S. Marshal Bill Morgan
0: oh yeah <laughs> oh yes yeah. sorry I already sorry. I was like Which I know one is that?
1: sorry he added a much needed comedic you um, love him yeah <laughs> oh and also um not worst outfit but one of the well worst outfit would be the photo of Paige and his daughter
2: yeah it was too it was pretty rough yeah, okay. that was
0: bad uh Glynis what about you it's
1: the same as Ashley
3: U.S. Marshal
0: Megan I really like the cop. The cop was good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I also like the Marshall. Yeah. It sort of just slipped in there and kind of stole the show. He did. I mean, he was really good. Okay, Glennis's guess.
2: Do you remember who you guessed, Glennis? She guessed a nut.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guessed a I got it right. You got it yeah. right. Well done, Glennis. She tur- she she confessed so quick. She turned on a <laughs> dive.
2: Well, yeah. Why would she have gone through all of that to like embarrass Jessica and be whatever? I don't know. Just to
0: confess, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she just wanted someone to know what she had happened. She was. She's afraid well, and to then be there's happy. That, like, funny slash yeah. weird
2: comedic moment at the end where Kevin's like okay, grant me whole, full immunity. I'll give you this disc, but he doesn't even wait for it. He gives it to her. And then she's like, well, I'm not the prosecutor anymore, and then they arrest him. It's like, I don't know.
1: What a dum-dum. She doesn't
2: care if she's going to go to
0: jail. She's still going to nail these guys. Yeah, yeah. These financial yeah. guys. Um, and she's right to do that. So no, there you go. So, okay, fave moment overall ranking. You know we don't normally do it because normally Glennis is just guess. But Glennis, shall we think about what you maybe put? Sure. I have I have no idea Mm-mm. for this one what you would put. I feel like you'd give it.
2: I mean, is a three too harsh? I think it's a. I think we does she already written it down? No, I have it, But I have
3: a, I have a number in my head.
2: Okay, I think okay. she's giving it a four. That's my guess.
3: I say five. Oh, okay. I actually, I really enjoyed this one because oh, like Marshall. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay.
0: What Wait, do you well, give it?
3: Well, not like really enjoyed, but I would have given it like a five or six.
2: This mm-hmm. yeah, okay. okay. I
3: like it. Five or six. Okay.
0: <laughs> what was your favorite moment? I mean
3: anything with the US Marshal. Yeah. Right. Okay. The the I, <laughs> I forgive you signing. <laughs> yeah. like, I forgive. And he's like, for this.
0: <laughs> he's like, ooh, thanks. My wife's gonna love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. Ashley, what about you?
1: Um, I would say actually really enjoyed this episode. I don't think I've seen it before. Um I would say it's probably a 7 only because of the way it ended. It felt a little bit heavy at the end. Yeah. And I would say any moment, my favorite moments are with the US Marshal, but particularly when there was a close up of a hot dog.
2: Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. Mustard only, no ketchup.
1: Pops, yeah, yellow mustard, which is not my favorite, but like pops up out of nowhere. It's like, "Hey, were you looking
2: for me?" <laughs> Wait, and didn't this end on a comedic like doesn't he yeah. come in and she, cause what, wait, what does he actually have for her?
1: Uh, her glasses. Oh, that's yeah. right. She left them yeah. in the courtroom. Yep. Yeah. And sure. I, I, I like that. It just, her, uh, Annette's story really turned dark. That was sure. when her, I was just sure. like, mm. yeah.
2: Yeah. I, um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. All the stuff with the U.S. <laughs> was really so what would you give it, Megan? I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I wasn't, I didn't, like, Maria and Nick and Lou, I could have done without, but I really liked the VPs working with the um, paparazzi, and I actually thought, I really liked the cop, but I thought Larry Linville did a good job. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, yeah,
0: what would I give this one? You know, I think I'm also going to go with six. I do like it. And I thought it was sort of fun to watch. And I liked the federal marshal or the U.S. Marshal as well. My favorite scene is when they're ransacking the office, when the cops show up and they're tearing the office apart and he answers the phone. That is very funny. And like, just like the whole interaction when they are all trying to get out of the building, but (laughs) the cops are all there. But yeah, I feel like a six... It gave, felt quite similar, actually, to the last one to me in terms of how I feel about it, which is, like, I'll totally watch it, but it's not one I'll, like, seek out or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think the Annette stuff's kind of a bummer. Like, I sort of yeah. was yeah. hoping that she and Jessica would, like, end up teaming up. Like, mm-hmm. you remember the one with the IRS guy
1: mm-hmm. where he's, like,
0: trying to, like, nail everybody, but oh, they end yeah. up helping each other? You know, it's like... Yeah. I like Wait, have that we a done little bit that one more. yet? No. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but yeah, does anybody else have anything they want to add before we close out? Yeah. No, I do. I do like this episode, but yeah, it is. It is sad. Uh, one note that Glennis had from last night was she was shocked to see a computer in the intro.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just the whole intro scene. It felt like, you know. They'd waited quite a few seasons to revamp the intro, and um, they were going to put a computer right in it.
2: <laughs> so I wonder if this took place after the episode where she learns how to use a computer and someone gets killed. Oh, my God. I like that episode. I do, too. Yeah, should,
0: yeah I do, too. <laughs> she takes the computer class.
2: <laughs> oh, I also wrote in my notes that, like, people are always, like, earrings are always getting people into trouble.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if your earring fell out, like, oh, I don't know. Oh. I mean the one where it was
3: clip-ons like that made a bit more sense. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah. A pierced earring. Yeah. It's a bit ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's the risk when you have multiple piercings that you might lose one when you <laughs> that's what you're you coming after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well thank you so much everybody for listening and we hope you'll listen again next week bye, bye.
2: bye. mine came out so loud it did <laughs> <laughs>